Wake up. It's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh, y'all don't know what's going on with that. But anyway, good morning and welcome to the morning motivation. I'm your host, Brittany Daniel. If you are new, welcome. I want to first say thank you for all of the birthday love yesterday, the shout outs, the IG posts, all of the cash apps. Just thank you from the bottom of my heart. I felt so loved yesterday. Just really felt very, very loved and celebrated. And we had a conversation yesterday about those of you who don't celebrate your birthday. Why not? You are worthy to be celebrated. You are worth it. Your birthday is something to be acknowledged and be celebrated. It's totally up to you. But I don't want to hear when you get older talking about some. Don't nobody do nothing for me on my birthday. You set the tone for how people treat you. So if you care about your birthday, if you deep down really want people to do just announce it. Do something for yourself. And then once people see that, oh, you really care about this, they will start to do it for you as well. You have to celebrate you and set the tone for how you want others to celebrate you. So I hope that piece of uh, that little gym was helpful. But welcome. You guys, if this is your first time watching, this is the morning motivation where you get your daily dose of motivation. Um, we are reading Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren, and we are going to continue with chapter 12. We took a little break yesterday because of my birthday, and I just wanted to talk to you guys in chat, but we are going to jump right back on the train, and we are talking about today developing your friendship with God, um, and I put becoming best friends with God in the title, but it was developing your friendship with God, and we're going to talk about that today, but before we jump into it, let's say our morning prayer and do the morning shout outs. If you are not spiritual or religious or you do not subscribe to the Christian faith, I hope that you'll stick around that it's okay. And I um, I want to pray for you anyway, if that's okay. And everybody is welcome here. Y'all, I'm so tired. Just just FYI, your girl I went out. I'm tired. I didn't go out, out. I just went out. That's neither here nor there. Let's jump into this prayer. Um, <laughs> dear Heavenly Father, thank you for waking us up again for another day. Thank you for allowing us to fellowship through the internet and just build this amazing community. I pray that anybody who doesn't feel worthy of their dreams and their goals and to be celebrated and to just have their cup full with love from external sources, let them know that they are worthy now because you say that they're worthy. They are valuable now because you say that they are valuable and that they just build, you just help I was praying, looked down, <laughs> and was gone. Lord Jesus, something happened to the internet. Okay, I hope we're good now. Let's check. We should be good now. My bad, y'all, but amen. <laughs> God heard the prayer, so that's all that matters. I know, oh, I'm black for you to, yeah. I don't know what happened. It just went out. Um, And we're back. <laughs> Let's go ahead and jump into these morning shout outs. If this is your first time watching, go ahead and let me know where you're watching from. And I don't know why it keeps like fluttering and flickering. Um, the internet's on. That's really, really, really weird.
Sorry, y'all. Thank you. <laughs> my bad. I had to restart my whole computer. Okay, let me make sure I take this off. Sorry, y'all. Okay, we're back. Thank y'all for, for hanging in there. Norma, you were hilarious. So, so it looks like you need a break. <laughs> Maybe you need a break. I, I, I do. But don't worry. We got Friday. So we're going to jump right into it. Sorry, y'all. Oh, I didn't do the shout out. It's my fault. Good morning. <laughs> Let's see. Good morning, Miss Debbie. Thank you so much. Um, I was watching yesterday, but couldn't type. Thank you. Thank you, Brandy. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Norma. Good morning, Aisha. Good morning, Dia Dia. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, D Brown. Good morning, such a lady. Good morning, Grand Rising Happy Housewife. Good morning, Melon and Honey. Good morning, Venetia. Good morning, Christy. Good morning, Shador. Good morning, Felicia. Felicia. Good morning, Brittany. Grand Rising KK. Yes, we are back. Thank y'all for waiting. Thank y'all for staying with me through the difficulty. Good morning, Shador. Good morning, World Hits. Grand Rising Kiki. If this is your first time watching, let me know where you're watching from. Let's jump right into the book. We done missed a little time because uh, the internet, the devil be busy, okay? So it says, developing your friendship with God. He offers his friendship to the godly. Draw close to him, to God, and God draws close to you. Now, remember we talked about a couple of days ago how uh, I'm a firm believer and we're reading A Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Very powerful book. Uh, linked below. Linked below if you need it for yourself. Or you can enter the giveaway, which is going to happen next Friday. Go to BrittanyTheHost.com. Or go to my Instagram at Brittany the Host, and the link is there. Let me just see if the banner is there so I can post it for you guys. Did I take that down? I did. I did. I did. Um, no worries. So this is what we're going to talk about. So uh, develop your friendship with God. He offers his friendship to the godly. So what I was saying was, remember how we we were talking about how God has the same emotions we all do. This book says it. The Bible says he's a jealous God. So he has all the same emotions we do. Now, mind you, I think this is what people have misconstrued about God. I think that he can love you and not like you. And what I mean by that is not to say that he can't like you again, but if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, say, say for instance, you're married or no, we don't even want to talk about marriage. Say family. Say family. And some of y'all have kids. So some of y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. Say family. There are family members that you absolutely love because they're family. You love them. If they ever, they truly called you, you would be there. If you true, if they truly needed you, of course, you wouldn't leave your family high and dry. Right. But on a regular schmegular day, you do not rock with them. You do not fool with them. You want to stay 50 feet away from them. I'm not saying that's how God would feel, but think about it. Like he has all these children and some of them act right and some of them don't. And you know what? This is my theory. I'm not a parent. So take this with a grain of salt. I do believe that parents have their favorite. I do believe that parents have their favorite. And I believe that parents have their favorite child, not based on life in general. It's really whoever there is their favorite in that season, meaning whoever talks to them more, checks on them, like as parents get older. If they don't hear from their parents, who's the child that calls the house more or calls them and checks on them? Who is the child that spends time with them? Who is a child that, you know, celebrates their birthday and things like that, right? Why wouldn't God, God we are in the likeness of God and we have so many similarities. Why wouldn't he be the same way? Just my thought, right? Just my thought. So think about that. He's our father. <clears throat> He's our creator. We don't spend no time with him. We only come to him when we need money. We only come to him when we need something, when we want something. We've been crying about the same person over and over and over again to him. And he'd been telling us to leave, but we stay. And then when things are going our way, he don't hear from us. We're nowhere to be found. He don't, we don't call him. We don't check in. We don't say, hey, how's it going? We don't say, hey, you know, this is what's going on in my life. We don't have a relationship only when we need something. Now, do you think, not to say that he don't love us, but do you think that he would like us as much as, as much as somebody who spent time with him, somebody who tried to, um, you know, express their love, checked in, showed up, called, uh, worship. You see where I'm going with this? So although they say, oh, parents don't have favorite, I, favorites, I beg to differ. 
I know my mom has her favorite children's depend children depending on the season. And she doesn't ever say it. She doesn't ever express it or make us feel like one or the other. But I'm y'all are human. There's no way that parents don't have favorites. And it's normally the one who's doing what you need them to do in that season. And that's my personal opinion. Y'all let me know in the comments if I'm wrong. Y'all are parents out there. If you got one that don't count, <laughs> he's got one child. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ones with the multiples. Even, you know what, and it's traumatizing as it is. We saw that growing up in certain households. And that's not fair. It definitely isn't fair to express, you know, favoritism and things like that. But I think that. And I, I think the way that we do become God's favorite is by spending time with him, by um, trying to do our best in doing the things that are pleasing in, our, in his sight. So y'all let me know in the comments what y'all think. Um, that's just my that's just my two cents. That's just how I feel about that. But let me know what y'all think. Y'all think I'm wrong? It's OK to be like, Brittany, I disagree. Let me know. It's OK. Um, it's all about communication. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Norma says, I've had a few in my family. I just stay cordial and, of course, keep my 50 feet. I agree. I do believe that parents have their favorites. <laughs> Absolutely. I do, too. Good morning, Kimberly. Uh, I feel like my kids are, are still too young for me to have a favorite right now. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe when they get older, like in their teen, you're going to be like, you know what? I really don't like you, little boy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hope that doesn't happen. But. Okay, so let's get into this. So thank you for your comment, Norma. I appreciate that. So it says, you are as close to God as you choose to be. You are as close to God as you choose to be. Like any friendship, you must work at developing your friendship with God. It won't happen by accident. It takes desire, wanting that relationship. It takes time and energy. If you want a deeper and more intimate connection with God, you must learn how to honestly share your feelings with him. Remember I said you just talk to him just like just like how we talking. And yes, I said talk. We you you gain a closer relationship with God by just talking to him. Just go like, what you doing, father? You know what I mean? That's my New York accent. Anybody want that? What's up? What's up, God? Like what's going on? Um it won't happen by accident. It takes desire, time and energy. If you want a deeper, more intimate connection with God, you must learn to to honestly share your feelings with him. Trust him when he asks you to do something, that is the hardest one. Because it when he when God asks you to do something, it don't be making no sense sometimes. You're like, you sure that's what you want me to do? <laughs> like, are you sure you really want me to do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Ask us to keep our mouth closed, better shut up. But when he asks us to do something, learn to take, uh, learn to care about what he cares about. And the desire and desire his friendship more than anything else. I must choose to, I must choose to be honest with God. And this is the thing. God know when you're lying. Like, why would he even play with that relationship? He knows us more than we know ourselves. You know what I mean? That's why I don't hide nothing from him. I don't be trying to act holier than thou. God know what you was doing when you was doing what you was doing. Like he ain't no walls, ain't no, our parents might not know. Our friends might not know. Heck, our siblings might not know. Our best friends may not even know, but he knows. So there's no point to front. There's no point to come to God like, Lord, heavenly father, I come to you today and asking and acting like, no, he knows exactly who you are. He knows where you grew up. He, he knows you. He knows what you do on the weekend. He know who you with. He knows you. So there's no point to like put on a front, act like you're somebody you're not. Just talk to him like you would talk to to anybody else. Like that's really, in my personal opinion, because you got to be honest with him. Like, what's the point of lying? And that's the whole thing. Is like, what's the point of lying to yourself? You and you should have the most authentic relationship with yourself and God because He made you. He created you. He knows how valuable you are. He knows your mistakes. He knows your shortfalls. He knows everything about you. And as well as yourself, you might be ashamed of what you did, but you did it. So why lie to yourself? Like why paint a picture about something that's not true for yourself? You know what I mean? I always thought that was weird when people lie to themselves. Like, are you really lying to yourself? To yourself? Okay. <laughs> the, fir the first building block of a deeper friendship with God is complete honesty. Might as well, you know what you're doing anyway. Might as well just be honest about your faults and your feelings. 
And I would say, even when you're upset with God, like, I think that that's okay too. You know what I mean? Like we, we can express that with friends. We can express that with significant others. I don't think that you should shy away from telling God when you're upset. And then you can go back and be like, you know what, my bad. I'm sorry that I was upset with you because I know you have my best interests at heart. But I think that all the feelings are valid. It's a relationship. It can't just be one-sided. It can't just be like, oh, I'm praising you, praising you, praising you. And I'll never tell you when I'm upset. I never tell you when it's like, God, I feel like I've been praying and doing my part and you ain't showing up. What's going on? Like, I think that all of that is valid. That's a relationship. He's a, we made him, he made us in the likeness of him. So he know us, you know what I mean? Um, it's a deeper friendship with God and complete honesty about your faults and your feelings. God doesn't expect you to be perfect, but he does insist that on complete honesty, you might as well be honest. What are we lying for? No point to lie. No, <clears throat> none of God's friends in the Bible were perfect. If perfection was a requirement of friendship with God, we would never be able to be his friend. Fortunately, because God's because of God's grace, Jesus is still the friend. Uh, Jesus is still friends of sinners. Now, I will say this, though. Think about it like this. You know how you got a couple homies and a couple friends or a couple people like you rock with maybe from the old neighborhood. Maybe you've known them your whole life, but you wouldn't hang out with them in certain in certain instances. I think it's the same thing. I think that, um, yes, God does definitely is okay. Like he's like, okay, cool. You my child. I rock with you. You my friend. You sin, but you know. But at the same time, calm down. <laughs> Don't be out there just doing it just because you know he gonna he gonna uh, forgive you. You know what I mean? Like keep keep some integrity about it. Like they said, there's a saying that says, just because you can doesn't mean you should. You know, and I think that sometimes, and I've been guilty of this, so I'm not holier than thou. I'm not, I'm not a preacher, teacher. I'm just, I'm just a vessel sharing the word. But what I'm saying is there have been times where, um, you know, I would just do what I wanted to do and then just go back to God and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, please forgive me. And, you know, we know we're forgiven because if we are, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, he said, did you forgiven? But why? He forgive you, but then he probably looking at you with the side eye like. Child, go sit down somewhere because you're going to go back, do it again tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just, you know, keep that in mind, too. Just because we can doesn't mean we should. It says in the Bible, the friends of God were honest about their feelings, often complaining, second guessing, accusing and. Uh, and arguing with their creator. God, however, didn't seem to be bothered by the, by this franticness. In fact, he encouraged it. See? Go ahead and tell God how you feel. Tell him when you're upset. Tell him when you're mad. Tell him why you're mad. God allowed Abraham to question and challenge him over the destruction of the city of Sodom. I think that it is okay to question God personally. I think the don't question God things comes from slavery. A hundred thousand percent. You know what I mean? Like, I think it is okay to to say, God, why is this, this? And if, if you're, I don't know about y'all, I get confirmations all the time. And I think God will talk to you how you need to be talked to. Sometimes God talks to me greasy. I am not lying to y'all. Sometimes God will be like, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't your problem. You mind your business. Go have, go have a seat, sit down. Sometimes he'll be like, Brittany, be quiet. Brittany, let it go. Like, it's not all like, I don't know how church painted God to, it just wasn't like a, it wasn't a real friendship. It like, how would you talk to your friends if your friends was wrong? Like, girl, you know, you wrong. You know what I mean? I really do believe for me and talk to y'all. Y'all have to definitely have that relationship with with your creator to see how he talks to you. Sometimes God will talk to you greasy. Um, Bamboozled by Jesus by uh, Yanni Orji. I love her. Yvonne Orji is a great book to read. She talks. Uh, to God like besties. It's a great book. I have to pick that book up. Be I love Yvonne Orji. If you guys do not know who Yvonne Orji is, she was Molly and in Insecure. Really, really, really great book. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you and you have to know what that relationship is like. Sometimes God has sat me down like little girl, sit, sit, sit down, sit down somewhere or be quiet, or all of that. So you have to know how that relationship is. Only you can determine how God talks to you because you have to 
it just takes time. It takes forming, you know, that, but you can question him. You know, I really believe don't question God. Don't, you know, I really believe that comes from slavery because if we were to question things back then, things wouldn't have made sense. That's my personal opinion. Y'all let me know what you think, but it says God allowed Abraham to question and challenge him over the destruction of the city of Sodom, Sodom. And Abraham pestered God over what it would take to spare the city, negotiating God down from 50 righteous people to only 10. God also listened patiently to David, to David's make, uh, make us accusations of unfairness, betrayal and abandonment. Like, it's OK to tell God, like, I feel like you've abandoned me because I feel like with that honesty becomes you get clarity. You know what I mean? Like, why did you allow this to happen to me? When you ask is when you get the answers. If we don't ask and we're just in our minds about it, it's like being it's like being in any other relationship. And I think that that's another thing that people sometimes we miss. We we don't get is having the relationship with God is like having a relationship with anybody else. If me and you were in a relationship or me and you had a friendship, me and Chevy Chev, good morning, had a had a relationship. We were friends, right? Like outside of the Internet. And we went to hang out and I'm mad at Chev. And Chev is, Chev is, Chev don't know Chev just eating and carrying on the conversation, having a good time. It's not until I tell Chev, Chev, why did you say what you said to me? Or why did you do that to me? That made me feel X, Y, and Z. You know, that made me feel some type of way. Then I give Chev the opportunity to be like, oh girl, my bad. I didn't mean to. That's not what I meant. That's not what, what my purpose was. My fault, girl. Like, my bad. You know what I mean? Like give God that opportunity to clear up what you don't understand, what was misleading you, what what you thought like, "Hey, I prayed about this and 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 I and I got your confirmation. Why did you have me go this way when you knew it wasn't going to work out?" Like I think all of that's fair because then you get the answers that you're seeking. Then you get the the reason why behind something. Sometimes he'll tell you you had to go through that to grow. Sometimes he'll tell you that wasn't me. You know what I mean? But we don't know unless we have that conversation and that communication. Good morning, y'all. All right. So it says, God also listened patiently to David, many accusations of unfairness, betrayal, and abandonment. God did not slay, slay Jeremiah when he claimed that God had tricked him. Job, uh, all, Job was allowed to vent his bitterness during his ordeal. And see, and that's an interesting thing because I've always been told Job, Job um, just went along with everything God did. And if y'all know about the story of Job, Job went through it. Anybody got time? Go read the story of Job. Couldn't have been me. <laughs> God knows who to, who to test and how to far, how to far to take it. And that's nothing. He will never give you more than you can bear. Right. Job. Uh, defended Job for his, for being honest. And he rebuked Job's friendship by, for being inauthentic. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. I, I missed something. Let me go back. Job was allowed to vent his bitterness during his ordeal. And in the end, God defended Job from, for be, being honest. And he rebuked Job's friends for being unauthentic, inauthentic. Mm. God told them. You haven't been honest either with me about me. What was this at? Okay, we're gonna read this. See, I'm telling you, sometimes y'all, the Bible be the Bible's like a telenovela. Sometimes be a lot of stuff going on. It says, God told them, You haven't been honest either with me about me. Not the way my friend with Job has. My my friend Job will now pray for you, and I will accept his prayer. Mm. In one startling example, startling example of a frank friendship, God, God honestly expressed his total uh, disgust with Israel's disobedience. He told Moses he would keep his promise to give the Israelites the promised land, but he wasn't going one step farther with them in that in the desert. God was fed up and he let Moses know exactly how. He felt Moses, Moses speaking as a friend of God responded with equal uh, candor. Look, you tell me to lead these people, this people, this people, but you don't let me know whom 
whom you're going to send with me. If I'm so special to you, let me in your plans. Don't forget, this is your, these, we was talking to God, Greece, okay? He said, don't forget, these is your people, your responsibility. If your, pres- if your presence doesn't take the lead here, call this trip off right now. He said, God, look, I'm, wh- what are we doing? I need a plan. What are we doing? <laughs> How else will I know what you're, that you're with me in this, with me, in, with me and your people? And are you traveling with us or not? Got greasy with God. God okay, hold on. Getting big, too big for your britches. <laughs> and said to Moses, all right, just as you say, this also I will do. I will do. Wait, what? All right, <laughs> just as you say, this also I will do. For I know you we, you, you will, and y'all, I need glasses. You will, and you're special to me. Can God handle that kind of frank, intense honesty from you? Absolutely. Of course he can. He knows that we're going to get mad. He knows we're going to have hissy fits and get upset. And he made you. He know you. He know you got a short temper. He know you're working on it. Genuinely, friendship is built on disclosure. What may appear to be audacity, God's view is authenticity. God listens to the passionate words of his friends and he is bored with uh, predictable uh, cliches. Mm. To be God's friend, you must be honest to God, sharing your true feelings and not what you think you ought to feel or say. We'll talk about that. Ooh. See what time much time we got. Okay. Ooh. Won't come up. It is like that you need to confess some hidden anger and resentment at God's in certain areas of your life where you have felt cheated or disappointed until we mature enough to understand that God uses everything for our good in our lives. We harbor resentment towards God over our appearance, background, unanswered prayers, past hurts and other things that we can change. We would we would change if we were God. People often blame God for their hurts caused by others. This creates that William, what William Buck is called, your hidden rift with God. Bitterness is the greatest barrier of friendship with God. Why would why would I want to be friends with friends if he allowed this? I don't know who need to hear this. Somebody, somebody's somebody got some resentment, and it's okay. It's okay. Everything did not pan out the way we wanted to, or we thought we should, you know, and, and there has to be, sometimes you have to mourn the life that you thought or wish you should have, would have, could have had, you know, it says bitterness is the greatest barrier of friendship with God. Why would I want to be friends if he allowed this? The anecdote of course, is to realize that God is always acts in our best interest even when it is painful and we don't understand it. But release your resentment and revealing your feelings is the first step to healing. As so many people in the Bible did, tell God exactly how you feel. To instruct us in 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 candid honesty, God gave us the book of Psalms a worship manual full of ranting, that's true, raving, doubts and fears and resentment and deep passion combined with thanksgiving, praise and statements of faith. Every possible emotion cataloged in Psalms. Excuse me. When you read the emotional confessions of David and others, realize that this is how God wants you to worship him. Hold back, hold holding back Nothing of what you feel. You can pray like David. I pour out my complaints before him and tell him all of my my troubles. And I am overwhelmed. I feel like, to be honest, when you do that, that's casting your burdens on or casting your cares on God. Remember it said that in the Bible? 
cast all your burdens on me. Like, I feel like this is super, super important. This is a purpose driven life by Rick Warren. The link to this book is down below. It is 40 days. It has 12 over 12 million copies sold. Copies sold. This is like a 40 day guide. It's a chapter, very small chapters each and every day to get you closer to God. And we are on chapter 12, how to become friends with God. If you would like your own personal copy link is down below. And if you would like to enter the free book giveaway, go to BrittanyTheHost.com, my website and enter to receive a free or to enter your chance to win a free book. It says you must choose to obey God in faith. Every time you trust God's wisdom and do whatever he says, when even when you don't understand it, you deepen your friendship with God. We don't normally think of obedience as characteristic of friendship that is reserved for friendships with a parent or a boss or a supervisor, not a friend. Obedience. However, Jesus made it clear that obedience and, con and condition is a condition of intimacy with God. He said, you are my friend. If uh, wait, 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 you are my friends. If you do what I command. And here's the thing too. That's why for me, I keep God in my mind, like a father figure. Just so I don't get too, too, you know what I mean? Still got to be obedient. Like he's our friend and all. Like your, your parents could be your friend, but you, there's still a respect level there, right? There's still a, a, a line that we need to do. And I feel like that obedience part. And I, I want to talk about this too, because a lot of people think obedience is only like not drinking, not smoking, not, um, no, I feel like obedience definitely can sometimes just be listening. Like morning motivation is the way I express obedience. I felt I was told something. I felt that I was given clear instructions and me executing them is how I'm expressing obedience. I don't know why I was told to do this. Maybe it was to connect with some of y'all. I'm so happy and thankful because I didn't know a lot of y'all before this. I didn't connect with you guys. You know, maybe something was missing. I don't know. I, I don't know. And I didn't question it. I was just like, are you sure? Well, I did question it. I was like, are you sure you? I was like, every day, every day, every day, for real, every day. You want me to do it every day? He was like, yeah, every day. I was like, every day? <laughs> when God gave me, I personally feel like, and people could agree or disagree, whatever. I personally feel like I wanted to do a, I wanted to switch up my YouTube channel. For those of you who don't know the story and why I started Morning Motivation, I wanted to switch up my YouTube channel. I was doing it for growth. Child, that did not happen. So sometimes when God tells you to do something, it doesn't always pan out the way you think, but it's for your, it's better, if that makes any sense. So I was, I had 70, 97,000 subscribers at the time, wanted to make it to 100K. And I was like, okay, I did some research and they were like live shows or something that are good to grow your channel, this, this, and that. And I was like, okay, let's do that. And then I was praying because I wanted to make sure that it made sense, right? That's why I always say, anytime you want to make a decision, anytime you want a new job, you want to move, whatever the case is, always go to God and ask what he thinks, what should you do? Should you do it? Should you not? And when I was praying over the live show, I'm thinking I'm going to go live once a week like I was advised to, and then chop those up in little bits and repurpose the content, blah, 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 right? And when I was praying about it, God was like every every day. And I was just, he was like, I want you to do this every day, and this is what I want you to talk about. And I was just like, because it was very different from anything I had done. I had my podcast at the time that was two years. Um, if you guys remember, if you, for those of you who were with me during the Britney the pod, Britney the host podcast days two years ago, I started in 2020, 2020, 2021. No video, just audio. You guys can go back. It should still be. It's on definitely on my podcast website. If you go to BritneyTheHost.com, click podcast. The all of the episodes are there. We're on episode 140, um, 155 for this year. I have old podcast episodes where I would just talk kind of like what my Patreon is. Speaking of Patreon, sorry to get off topic. Uh, the video is up. Sorry, I posted it yesterday. It wasn't finished processing. It is up. So you guys can go check that out. Anyways, it was kind of like my Patreon, how I talk to my Patreonists, like how we just sit down and we just talk and 
I wanted to shift some things. I wanted to make my content less about me and more about helping people. I had no intentions of getting on the internet and talking about God every day. Zero intentions of getting on the internet and praying every day. But I got a very strong revelation that this is what you are going to, this is what you should do. Or this is what you're going to, I don't know. It wasn't no, because God doesn't force you to do anything. This is what, that's what he told me. He was, from what I discern, it was morning motivation every weekday, 8 a.m. And you're going to talk about motivation. You're going to talk about me. If y'all look at my old YouTube videos before, before morning motivation, I had one video where I talked about blessings and I talked about God. Let's still love that video. I watched that actually the other day and I was like, oh, that was really good. Nothing on my channel was about God. Nothing on my channel was about talking to people every single day, like in this capacity. But my obedience, and I'm not done yet. I still, I'm still in the midst of the assignment. We're only in August. He told me every day for a year. When we get to December and we end off the year, we'll see what go, what happens next, right? We're just going to continue. I'm, I'm still in the process. So I'm not done. And I was like, okay. And the views went down, y'all. It was very scary for me because I had goals and things that I wanted to achieve and the exact opposite was happening. I was losing, I'm still losing subscribers. I lose subscribers because I do morning motivation now every day. Um, people have left, which is, you know, I've gotten over that, but I saw my my goals and my plans actually go the opposite. But what ended up happening in the midst of me doing that, I got certified as a life coach. I've connected some of you guys. I've even coached some of you guys. I'm coming, dropping, like so much greatness came out of me being obedient and I'm not even done yet. I'm like tip of the iceberg, barely scratching the surface. So when you get that, when you get that push or when you get that urge or when you pray about something and it's very clear, and this is how you can test it. If it's truly from God or is it you question the, the, the confirmation. You know how people are like, well, I don't know if it's me and my head telling me something or if it's God, because I've been there where I'm like, oh, God told me, no, that was me. Or that was my desires and my wants or things like that. That wasn't God. So for me, how I confirm that it's God, I question the confirmation. And if the confirmation is still the, yep, yep, that's that that was that's when I'm like, okay, that was God for me. You know, so thank you. And facts. And this is, this is so, I have less subscribers. This is so much better. The, I will talk to all 30, 40, 50, hundred, whatever, every day. This is so much better than me having thousands of people. And I not know who they are, or I don't connect with them, or we don't converse or talk about God or grow our spirituality. A lot of, some of you guys have told me since watching the morning motivation, how much we've grown together. Like y'all seen my growth and I've, we've, We've grown together. You guys are thinking about things differently and 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 having different conversations. I'm thinking about things differently and having different conversations with just because of the things that we talk about. So always remember, even if what God has called you to do, be obedient to it because you have no clue what could come out of it. You have no clue. It might not go the way you plan. It might be doing the exact opposite of what you think should be happening. I definitely feel like that's a test because I could have easily did it for two weeks and been like, oh, no, I'm not doing this. I say stick it out. I say get your confirmation from God, pray about it um, and then move forward and then just keep doing it. Whatever he has called you or told you to do, do it because it's going to benefit you in the long run. Okay, I want you guys to go ahead and get this book because I do skip around. Link is down below if you want to order a copy for yourself, um, because I feel like everybody should read this for themselves. So it says, I must choose to obey in faith. I think we read that. Well, it says every time you trust God's wisdom and do whatever he says, He, even when you don't understand it, you deepen your friendship with God. 
We don't normally think of obedience as a characteristic of friendship. And that reserved for friendships with partners, bosses, superiors, uh, and not friends. However, Jesus made it clear that obedience and condition of in- is a condition of intimacy with God. He says, you are my friend if you do, if you do what I command. Okay. And it says, you, I must desire friendship with God more than anything else. It says, the Psalms are filled with examples of desire. David passionately desired to know God above all else. He used words like longing, yearning, thirsting. It's okay to be thirsty for God. Ow. Thirsting, hungering. He craved God. He said, the thing I seek the most out of all of this privilege of meditating, meditating in the temple, in his temple, living in his presence every day of life, delighting in his incomparable perfections and glory. In another Psalm, he said, your love means more than life to me. Jacob's passion for God's blessing on his life was so intense that he wrestled in the dirt of dirt all night with God saying, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Mm. This amazing part of that story is that God, who is all powerful, let Jacob win. God isn't offended when we wrestle with him because wrestling requires personal contact and brings us closer to him. And that is true. When you question and you finally get clarity, it's like, oh, okay. Wow. All right, I'm not mad anymore. You know what I mean? Because if you're mad at God and you don't express it, how are you supposed to get that resolve? How are we supposed to, does that make sense? Like, how are we supposed to like, if you're mad at somebody, either a parent, a friend, your boss, whatever, doesn't that keep you away from them? You know what I mean? I think then that's why he wants us to express our resentment. And I know that this goes against half the stuff that we were taught growing up, especially if you went to church. Okay. And church is black church. <laughs> you went to church. The exact opposite was told. We weren't told to be mad with God or, to, or express our feelings or we were just taught to worship and thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, and I love that we are now, we are able to have these conversations so we can develop our own relationships. A lot of times we have to unlearn a lot of the things that we were taught. And then also take into consideration that you are a grown human being with a brain. Like you can think, you don't have to like, just because somebody told you something or that's how it's always been, or that's how I was taught when I was a kid. You can question all of those things. Like, was that even right? You know, people, preachers are human. You know, they don't always get it right either. So you can question the things that you've grown up to believe. You can say, wait, that doesn't make sense to me. You know, that that, that doesn't make sense to me. And you don't have to debate your beliefs with anybody else. Because at the end of the day, when we stand before God, we're by ourselves. You know, that's why sometimes I justify, but I don't, I tell y'all do you. Because at the end of the day. Your relationship with God is yours. If you go up there, you do something, you can't be like, well, Brittany said. God going to be like, okay, but what did I tell you to do? So that's why I said, I'm not a preacher. I'm not a pastor, y'all. I'm just doing what I was told to do. But at the same time, that you have to mind that relationship so you can get discernment whether what God wants you to do or not. Because if we continue to listen to folks and listen to our moms and grandmas and a lot of that stuff be old school, not going to lie to you. And it was cool for the time being. A lot of it, a lot of the traditions I think were brought through from slavery, like that whole, oh, you don't question God thing. Why not? Every other thing in our world, we have to question. We have to question the body. We have to question health. We have to question the, the weather, we have to question and understand and research and dig. And when I say question, research, why does, how do, how does a oxygen work? Like how, when you question things is when you learn. When you question things, we learn that in every other, 
that's the one aspect that's hands off was is God. That makes no sense. You see what I mean by using common sense? Like think about things that we were told and really ask yourself, does this even make sense? No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> we have to question every other thing in our lives. But we can't question God. What? He would he don't make us that way. He didn't make us curious for no reason. Percy, good morning. He said, good morning, Brittany. You read that God let Jacob win, though he is all powerful. That part stood out to me. So the book said, he said, he let Jacob win. Showing. you, And I'm, I'm, I'm going to share a personal story. I've been wrestling with God lately, right? I had a conversation. I was like, look. I've been doing my part. I've been doing this, this, this. I ain't going to tell y'all what it is, but I was like, I've been doing this, 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 and this, and this. I've been doing my part. I've been showing up. I've been showing out. Where are you at? Like, I was really like, where are you? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my part. I'm holding, I'm doing morning motivation. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing my part. Where are you? Because you're not showing up for me in this sector of my life. Do y'all know I got an email on my birthday and God was like, happy birthday. I was like, he know y'all have a relationship with him. Talk to him, hold him account. He will show up and show out for you, but he can't do that. If that we don't communicate, he can't do that. If he doesn't, if you don't genuinely express how you feel. And I legit was like crying out to him. Like, God, what, what are you like? I'm doing my part. What I need you to show up. And I got like, just, just, just give me a couple of days. Like, just, I got that, like that feeling of it's going to be okay. I got you. I hear you. I acknowledge you. Just, just give me a second. And on my birthday, I got the email I've been waiting for. And the mind you, I've been waiting on this for weeks. And then as soon as I read it, I heard happy birthday. And I was just like, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. I appreciate that. Cause that's what I was waiting for. You know what I mean? So do it. God will, God is not, it's not a power. He's all powerful. He ain't trying to power. He ain't trying to fight you over no power. He doesn't care. He cares about you and your relationship. And are you doing the things that he sent you here to do? That's what he cares about. He doesn't care if you get mad. He doesn't care if you get angry with him. He knows you're a human. He made you. He knows you're going to get that way. He has the same emotions. You're made. We are made in the likeness of him, y'all. Never be afraid to have feelings or anything with God, but he will show up when you telling you, when you hold God, God accountable, he'd be like, all right, got you. Boom. There we go. KK says, family, do, uh, do you mind praying for me? I got COVID for the second time and I am very discouraged. Oh, you guys, everybody send prayers to KK. She Amber, you are a prayer warrior. Please uh, pray for KK. Lord, I pray that you put your hand on KK and that she, um, it's over her COVID. I believe you're going to be okay. Make sure you're getting fresh vegetables, fresh juices. If you can get those delivered to you, make sure you're intaking a lot of water, a lot of you. I'm not a medical professional. I just want to put that out there. But during COVID and all of that, I just kept taking, um, echinacea, like real herbs, uh, echinacea, golden seal, um, sea moss is really, really good. You want to get as many minerals, fruits, and vegetables in your body. Medication is great, but a lot of the things that we eat can fight off these infections if we're doing right. So a lot of vitamin C, a lot of, I, I was always in the juice shop during 2020 getting fresh juices. So if you can get those delivered to you, our prayers are, are, are there for you, KK. I pray that you're, you're not, pray that it's getting better and not worse. Um, everybody send KK your prayers. She Amber is going, she Amber's our prayer warrior. KK, she says she got you. Okay. Y'all, anytime I need to be y'all to get prayed upon, I go to She Amber. She Amber got a direct line with God. You know how you got those friends where you know they know God personally? <laughs> she Amber is that for us, you guys. Okay. So she Amber's gonna, she got you. Thank you, She Amber. Uh, KK, we are all praying for your safe and speedy recovery. We love you and we know that you're going to you're going to make it out of this and you're going to be great. Make sure you get your vitamins, uh, your get those nutrients in your body. 
especially raw fruits and vegetables, green juices, juices, uh, anything that combats a lot of red, you beet juices are really good. Carrot juices, all of those things are really, really good for you and green juice. Um, thank you, Ross. Have a great day. Um, Brittany was told, yes, I was told it wasn't my business when asked, where do tides go when I was a kid? That is definitely your business. And when you, um, when you do tithe to a church, they're supposed to keep record and they're supposed to send you a spreadsheet at the end of the year, or you can download a spreadsheet if you pay them online as a tax deduction. That's why I always give mine in the envelopes. I never, um, I always give mine in the envelopes. I never put it in the, in the jar, but that's, you should have known and you should have been taught and that's jacked up that you weren't, um, mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. If you guys have to go to work, have a beautiful and blessed day. I'm going to finish up the comments here um, before we get out of here today. Cindy says, yep, which is why we haven't, we have to know our word for ourselves and know God for ourselves and have our own relationship with him. Absolutely. Yes, you guys, KK, feel better. She Amber says the vitamin C drink is uh orange back emergency or if you can get fresh juice emergency is great but i feel like because that's man-made i'm like eh. but yeah fresh juice make sure you get your uh vitamins make sure you get your sea moss as much natural stuff as possible and the meds on top of whatever was given to you but you will get through this you will be strong kk we got you prayers going up everybody send some prayers to kk so she can get healed have a great day. Happy housewife. Oh, KK says, thank you, family. I am feeling a bit better today than yesterday. Oh, thank you. Um, Percy says, tides are definitely our business. My pastor gives us a sheet at the end of the year so we can see where the money's, monies went. Absolutely. It is our business because yes, the pastor should is going to live, but that is a tax-free business. You need to make sure that the money is going to the church and the community and not for a new Bentley. I went to a church where my pastor was driving a Bentley. I know your congregation ain't got it like that. What are we doing? And I'm not supposed to, I'm not saying that, that you can't have a church where, you know, your pastor's living nice, but is your congregation living on the same level? If the congregation is living on the same level as you, cool. But if you up here rocking chains and all it is Gucci and Louie and da, 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 and your congregation is can't pay their light bills, that's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> but yes, you guys, I hope you guys. Oh, wait, before we get out, let me go ahead and read the. Um, all right. So a point to ponder for today. I am as, as close to God as I choose to be. Point to ponder. I am as close to God as I choose to be. Verse to remember, draw close to God and God will draw close to you. James 4 and 8. And then question to consider. Lastly and finally, what practical choices will I make today in order to grow closer to God? Mm, I love that. You guys have a beautiful, blessed day. Tomorrow we are going to read worship that pleases God. Chapter 13. Look, y'all, we only, we only scratched the surface with this book. All right. Love you guys so much. Do not forget to give this video a like, subscribe, and you guys have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day. I will catch you all tomorrow. My hubby is sick right now, and it's not the C. Oh. Oh, I'll, uh, prayers for uh, she Amber's husband as well. That he gets better. I'm so sorry. Prayers to Jeremiah. Hope you got hope you get better, man. Stay blessed. Make sure you take care of that guy, she Amber. Uh, get him some fresh juices and all of those great things. Love you guys so much. I will see you guys tomorrow for our Friday. All right, guys, have a good day. Bye, y'all. And oh, happy birthday to Kirsten, my bestie Kirsten King. It is her birthday today. Happy birthday. Y'all have a beautiful and blessed day. Bye, y'all.